I gotta I gotta let my cat out. All I'll right, be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Jeff and Andrew Corner, <laughs> where we talk all things Halo. Yeah, what's uh, what's the deal with Sergeant Johnson? How how did he survive so many uh, campaigns? We're actually going to talk about the really important thing, and we're going to talk about the white genocide that's happening in the new <laughs> Halo TV show, <laughs> and how right, <laughs> Captain Keys. <laughs> oh. Okay. Are you guys talking Halo? No, we were just like, I was making a joke, just sort of like, you know, we're going to talk about the real issues of white genocide in the Halo universe. (laughs) Captain Captain Keys, a proud white Englishman, is going to be portrayed by a black actor in the TV show. And like, people, dude, people lost their minds. Like, (laughs) Like one of the guys who actually enjoy watching, like in, in terms of like Halo videos, like was just sort of like, it just doesn't fit the lore at all. It's just so like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, it's very important that Captain Keys and Miranda Keys were yeah, no, like in page three hundred sixty-five of Halo: The Fucking. It clearly <laughs> says that Captain Keys has a skin tone of brightest ivory alabaster. Okay, it doesn't fit the lore. I mean, that's the other thing is like, you know, some of these people, like, it's not just like dog whistle fascism. They're just that's like just stupid. <laughs> like but that's that that's just something that like really bothers them. It's just like no no no. This completely, ru- <laughs> completely ruins my fanfic where Captain Key says the fourteen words. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, speaking of dudes who were trying to do the right thing and then dad flipped out at them because <laughs> they didn't try to do the right thing in the exact right way. Yep. Uh, we got to talk about Magnus. Oh, poor Magnus. <laughs> we got to talk about Magnus. Poor Magnus is like the most v- just like virgin one out of all of them. <laughs> he's, also the, he's also the biggest. He's huge. Like, he's huge and he's red and he's only got one eye. <laughs> he's only got one eye and he's just... I don't know, dude. Yeah. Magnus is so funny. And like, I recently uh, listened to one of the Black Library audiobooks, and it was like a Horace Heresy thing on him. And he's just like the most pompous asshole on the planet. And like, but he's just super well meaning. I'm looking at a picture of him, and he literally has an Egyptian scarab on uh, his yeah. helmet. His whole his whole thing was like an Egyptian aesthetic, like. You know, the Thousand Sons have those like quasi pharaonic headdresses and Prospero's like big pyramids all over the place. Well, I love that because it's like it, you know, it's another thing like, you know, we're called Bros Once Loyal for a reason. It's because, you know, I mean, this episode kind of like is like the namesake of that bolt thrower album. Like, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, those, those ones loyal. And like, that was, you know, Jeff came up with that. It was so fucking funny. Hell yeah. No, but I mean, the reason I called it that is because uh, this franchise is only for men to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for us guys. <laughs> only for dick swinging dudes. <laughs> No, but seriously, I no soy zone. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, no, like I, I love the Thousand Suns just because, like, I don't know. I feel like the late eighties, early nine, early to mid nineties, there was like this obsession with like Egyptian imagery, like in just like popular media. Whether it was like you know, there was always like an Egyptian level in a video game, or there was yeah. like. Egyptian there's like always a pyramid and like a heavy metal album cover or something oh, yeah we were uh i showed uh andrew nile uh, yesterday oh yeah fucking nile <laughs> oh boy you know yeah, when, yeah. when your lead singer is like going into the library and researching anything you can find on ancient egypt just to write lyrics it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot Good Lord, man. but yeah no magnus yeah he's the lead singer of nile he, he's yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got that like just ridiculous drop C flying V with only the one pickup at the bridge because he tunes down so low that you can't hear what it is otherwise. And uh fucking yeah, Magnus is a super powerful psyker, so he's really good at killing things with mind bullets. And he's just uh you know, he's he hears about like oh my god, you know, he's he's trying to do the best thing for his buddy psychers. You know, the Imperium at large kind of mistrusts psychers, because every once in a while, if you don't do your powers exactly right, a demon will crawl out of your head and kill everything. So, it kind of, like, weighs on Magnus how he can't do more for his fellow psychers, in a sense, I feel. Yeah, no, he, and that comes up later in the recent lore. He actually founds an empire, like, in real space, and he just sort of like puts out the word he's just like if you're a psyker and you're being mistreated by like you know the imperium there is a safe place for you here like where you will be like honored and venerated and and looked after and you know and your skills can be honed and it's uh i don't know it's pretty sexy yeah, you you kind of nailed it. He he definitely is just like trying to look out for all the all the nerds. He's the nerd Primarch. Yeah, he's the nerd Primarch. He's the king of the nerds. He uh he's he's got like he he does his own fan subs and he <laughs> puts in a lot of f bombs all the time because that's cool as heck. <laughs> but yeah, like that's localization, baby. It's hard. Hell it's hard yeah. to talk. Yeah, it's hard to talk about uh, the Thousand Suns because they like again, like you know, while it's like everyone's in the cafeteria for lunch, like you know, the Thousand Suns are just eating apples in the library. Like they just don't really talk that much. Well, that's not true. They actually were really tight with the White Scars, and they founded basically the like you know Library of Alexandria of 40k together, the Khan and and fucking Magnus. Yeah, like that, that's like that's like one story. They they barely talk about it. They just sort of like mention it in passing. And it's just like, yeah, they're super tight, dude. It's so cool. <laughs> like that's yeah. like really it. Yeah, like, it doesn't get a lot of elaboration. But um, so you know, Mag uh, Magnus is fucking around in the warp all the time. He's got the gift of prophecy, and he can see what's about to happen. And he sees Horus's betrayal, and yep. he immediately goes and just 
phone's dead because you know it's like hey the you're it's horus dude it's the fucking wunderkind of all of us and he's betraying you you need to know about this but you know the emperor was working really hard on building a really really cool like matchstick fortress and then magnus calls and it is vibrates the table and everything comes crashing down <laughs> and it's and just static it's just like, <laughs> like it's just nothing so like the emperor and like all the custodians all the scientists who are working on things they're just sort of like what the fuck is happening <laughs> but like i think the message sort of comes through a bit but like for the most part everyone's just terrified and confused and like because yeah. The warp and psychic stuff is weird. Like people in the vicinity die because they just like can't handle what's happening. And it's oh, also so the- it's like it's like five G. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's exactly like five G. Like you know, it's the birth of COVID in the the, <laughs> the fucking forty K universe. Yeah. All thanks all thanks to Magnus. Oh, you're trying, we'll you're trying to, to send a text and fucking grandma dies of corona. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the 40k equivalent of covid real soon yeah, no. but yeah. this this is crazy what happens is that um the emperor gets so pissed off about this that he calls up uh this guy lehman russ another one of his kids and he tells lehman russ and his space wolves to go and arrest magnus because what the fuck was that seriously and yeah. while this is going on though horus kind of just horus also fucks up time. the mess yeah, yeah, what does Horus do? T- yeah, Horus at the same time, you know, fully turned traitor at this point is just sort of like, yes, you know, go, you know, it's our father's wish. Go, 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 uh, go crush them. Like, because again, yeah. like the fewer players there are involved, the better it is for Horus. Yeah. So Horus basically, when he relays the message to Lehman Russ, he's like, just go and go to Prospero, which is Magnus and the Thousand Suns homeworld, and just just destroy everything. Just leave nothing standing, salt their fields, give them the Carthage treatment. And when somebody comes in on the orders of your dad and just destroys your home and levels everything to the ground and makes sure that nothing will ever be there again yeah it's it doesn't it's it's really not a good day for you it just makes you think man like (laughs) wow feels kind of personal you know wow i can't believe you've done this (laughs) yeah (laughs) but the other thing is uh lehman russ and uh Magnus have a historic, not hatred for each other, but they just can't really stand one another. Lehman Russ is just this prosaic, just party animal who just likes fighting and killing and drinking. He yeah. loves hanging out with all. Lehman Russ was probably arguably one of the best dads. You know, he just is sort of like, I love my kids. Like, I'm, I'm, he just is always around them. Just hangs out with, with his them. legion all the time, just gets yeah. brewskis and. Yeah, no, and they're all based off of Nords and just sort yeah. of like uh, just Scandinavian Viking culture. If they were werewolves. If they were <laughs> werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. But uh, so while this is going on, what happens with Magnus is, you know, he sees his legion getting destroyed around him and he, he just calls out in the warp to whatever's going to listen and just says, like, I wish we were immortal. Yeah. And the the K, one of the chaos gods is like okay just curls the finger back on the monkey's paw and 
all the thousand suns get uh, turned into empty husks of armor. They can only say, all is dust. It's pretty fucking metal. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, what happened? That was the rubric of Aramon. Oh, that's right. He was ter- he was terrified of the rabid mutation that was happening on his brothers, and he cast it to purify them again. But he turned them all into dust. That's right. But, <laughs> yeah, fucking. I, want, I'm just, I just want like what's just like the most like killjoy music that you could just like put in the background there. <laughs> Like I don't know. Uh, I heard uh, myself. But no, like today. he 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 does do that though. Like Magnus, like just like in just just this, this moment of just absolute despair when like everything that he believed in just is like turned. It's not just turned its back on him, but it's just actively crushing everything that ever mattered to him. Um, oh yeah, no, hey, I got the, I got the music. All around me are familiar things. <laughs> I remember that being in like the Gears of War trailer. Yeah, that was the first time oh I heard that. Oh my god. Yeah. That was great. I was like, wow, this is cool. That's so like, understated. <laughs> yeah, I it's remember. Like a wild juxtaposition. My parents like wouldn't like ever get me games unless there was like something like cool about it. So I would just like lie about stories. And I would just be like, you know, like, it's just a story about a man looking for his daughter. <laughs> it's like, I just like, said that about Gears of War. It's just like, it's just like, it's like Marcus Phoenix, he's just a caring dad. He's just, he's just looking for his kids. I don't know. And it worked. And I got to play Gears of War because of that. Well, he is looking for his dad. Would that... That's true. Made I a difference. About, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, I d- didn't know anything about the game, like because it just all I knew was the trailer and just seeing like articles in it in like Xbox magazine or something while I was at the drugstore or something. But like anyway, it's uh, another topic to cover. Good yeah. lord, man! Oh um, man, can we please? Can we please? Can we please talk about Angron? Yeah, no. Let's let's finish up Magnus. He needs he yeah. needs a little, you know, he like needs a little more spice. He needs a little more love, but like no Zinch, uh, this god. He, he Zinch Zinch. I don't I don't know, but like however he. You say however you say his fucking name, who cares? It's all stupid and made up. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> but, um, but, um, uh, this is Bros once loyal. Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> that i'm just like missing from the podcast (laughs) no it's like magnus calls out and like he just wants to be like everything back to normal kind of and like this god transports him to a twisted version of prospero the planet where all it was the planet of psychers like it was a psychic planet where psychers were just a normal thing in in society and like it it really blows his mind yeah, and he's he's sent there, and they're just trapped. They are in hell. Like they're in they're in the hell world. They're in the warp, and they're going to be stuck there for a while until um until later in the unfolding heresy when he makes a couple more appearances. But for the most part, he just kind of checks out. You know, like it's just poor Magnus is kind of like on the sidelines for most of it. He he just gets yeah, fucked over. He's just getting like a. Uh just chilling in the warp and getting like the clockwork orange treatment where horrible shit is happening in front of you all the time and you can't <laughs> look away 
Yep. And that, that goes on for a while. Yeah. But yeah, no. So then like we can talk about uh Angron. Like Angron, Angron is, is, is he's angry all the time. That's why they call him Angron. A lot of the Primark <laughs> names are really silly. Yeah, and like Magnus is like that's like really on the nose also. Like it's because he's big. <laughs> yeah, so Angron is sorry if you heard my cat there. Angron is just super angry all the time. He grew up on a world called it's it's Nuceria, right? Uh Nuceria? Yeah, that's the one. Uh yeah, baby, there it is. Yeah, and it was full of like uh just <laughs> I can hear Ozzy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too. he's feeling very, very loudly, and I'm always happy to have nice him. Nice ASMR shit. This is for our yeah. Patreon listeners. Get nice, <laughs> nice real close to the mic. <laughs> Some yeah. nice Aussie ASMR. Yeah, just this cat who purrs like a fucking lawnmower. So uh, <laughs> the thing goes. <laughs> so fucking. <laughs> you know, I keep that thing on me. <laughs> you don't keep that thing on me. Wait. <laughs> Angron grows up on a world called Nuceria. It's got slavery. It's got arenas. It's got gladiators. You can see where this is going. He's I- enormous, and he's very angry all the time. So he gets put into the gladiatorial arenas, and they do this insane like cyber augmentation thing called the Butcher's Nails, where they just put a bunch of spikes in your head that are calibrated to just make you fucking pissed off and ready to kill someone's shit all the time. Yeah, just like permanently if you aren't, in that mood state. Yeah, if you aren't actively generating your own testosterone and just like getting angry it will start to hurt you. The thing that's like really sad about the fucking, uh, his legion, the world eaters is that they did not have these things before they met Angron. And then Angron was just like, all of you are going to have these put in you. And I have to deal with this. Now you have to deal with this. Yep. No, it's so like, that's out. It's like Angron is like one of the shittiest dads that there is. (laughs) Like, he's just like, it's just generational trauma, like, passed down. It's just sort of like, (laughs) it worked for me and I turned out fine. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, but yeah, no, Angron is. Alex Jones and his kids. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Except Angron didn't like get too tired from eating like hot chili like was this something that happened at his court date when he was like fighting that as a defense (laughs) like i forgot that happened because i ate a really big bowl of chili (laughs) but angron is a lot like alex jones in that both of them have planned extensively on how they're going to eat their neighbors (laughs) oh god i'll eat your ass (laughs) i don't care I didn't think I didn't think that I was gonna ever get here. I was trying to fight against it. But, you know, here I am, but I'm gonna eat my neighbors. I don't care. I love my children. <laughs> like, dude, that was good, Alex that's Jones. Like, that's that's fresh, right? Like that's like a brand new thing that he did, right? Yeah, no, that was yeah. like it within the past. Brand new banger. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I, you know, we we're not fans of Alex Jones on this podcast, but I do love. Like when he like was going through that like you know tough time in his life, just you know 
when his like wife left him and just was like I'm taking the kids. There was not a lot of content from him except that like one little blurb. And I'm just I'm glad that he's back to <laughs> saying stupid shit. Alex Jones would be one of the greatest entertainers of all time if he didn't have so many people taking him seriously. I I love the idea of um I had this like thought when I was high like a couple months ago of just like what if like Tom DeLonge and Alex Jones changed like places <laughs> like yeah. Alex because like and Alex Jones went on to like become just sort of like like a UFO chaser <laughs> just yeah. sort of like, like a, a harmless UFO chaser who just says crazy shit and yeah, <laughs> like Art Bell is like one of the just apex guys for like you know I'm just really interested in maybe there's UFOs out there yeah, and there's no, no like, underlying thing about the, the, the global Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, speaking yeah. of the global Jewish conspiracy, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get back to, I have no idea how that was ever going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how you could segue that. But um, it, it, since we're living in the time of just pandemics and plagues right now, we got to talk about one of the uh, one of the guys who probably knows the best about death and all it entails. It's this fucking emo kid named Mortarion who oh, just yeah. has the hood and a fucking reaper's scythe all the time because every goddamn day is Halloween to this stupid prick. Yeah, no, Mortarion. Mortarian actually has one of the more interesting origin stories. Like he he's born on a world that's just noxious and it's hard to breathe in the lowlands. And then there's just like these hills and mountains and like cities above that, you know, are free from poison. And so like at a young age and because of his, you know, being a fucking demigod engineered in a lab, he just like developed like an immunity to a lot of poisons and a lot of other diseases and other things like that. He just became really resilient, but he was raised. He drank a lot of Clorox is what he did. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he, he was ahead of the game. He did the, he did the Tide Pod challenge before everybody else did. And like, uh, but he had this like father figure who was a fucking alien and just lived in like a Dracula's castle floating above the planet. And like would routinely just kind of reap the human population, and then I I don't even remember what happened, but he like leads a rebellion, and he becomes obsessed with toppling dictators. Uh, that like becomes very important to him, and he's also again just always dressed like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> like he's just always yeah, wearing. He's, he's just the edgy goth kid of the group. <laughs> Yeah, and, no, he's... yeah, he's he's just so disenchanted by the Imperium because he, he just looks at his his dad and he sees another tyrant. Yeah, I mean, you know, talk about daddy issues. This this guy's one of the best examples. And, yeah, and like he never really rises to become that interesting. Like he just yeah. <laughs> like he he just stay. That's his whole story the whole time. Like he he never like has any character. What's that? He's just sulking in the corner, listening to Bauhaus. Yeah, and getting his ass kicked by every other Primarch. Yeah. Like he he is one of the like throwaway boys. Him and Perturabo. Like, you know, yeah. just sort of like they both are just sort of like used by the writers at Games Workshop to just sort of like be like, we're going to prove how badass this fucking Primark is by putting them up against Mortarian. 
the human punching bag of this universe. <laughs> so he's he, actually, yeah, it's hard to say. Like and the other thing is like, you'd think, Oh, wouldn't he and Magnus like be buddies? No, he hates psychers. He hates with a passion. Anybody who's a psyker. And like he just kind of wants to kill all of them because because his dad, his adoptive father, the alien or what whatever, alien Dracula man was uh, was alien a psyker. Dracula. Yeah, I don't know what he was, man. Like I, I, and like it I remember matter. it being. I remember it None being interesting. None of this. <laughs> it, it don't matter. None Join us next time. <laughs> That's just how every single one of these episodes is going to go. But no, he, he, I don't know, man. But he makes, again, he's a lot like Angron, where he makes like his legionaries uh, just start eating and drinking poison to become immune to it. Right. And like... And they become renowned for just being this legion that's amazing at, like, if there's a really hazardous planet, they just send the Death Guard. Like, if if there's, like, a, Has you know... dudes. Yeah, and, like, they also were, like, one of the first legions to be kind of chaos and evil before it was in vogue. Like, they were yeah. using chemical warfare and mustard gas and other just crazy implementations of, of just, you know... Yeah, the crazy thing is, like, the way the, the Death just, Guard works, just, since Matarian made them just chug all that poison because of yeah. that, they can just, like, wade through that shit like it's nothing. They don't even need, like, the hazmat suit equivalents of power armor. Like, they're the equivalent of, like, going to the grocery store in the time of COVID, just, like, yeah. wearing a Speedo thong Borat style. <laughs> they don't give a shit. <coughs> And this impresses one of the gods. Like yes. he's just like, wow, like that's really cool. I have to concoct something that will actually like kill these guys. Uh, or if not kill them, just sort of like put them in the just worst agony that like, you know, just makes them beg for for uh for uh them to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was like really grim. But uh, no, but that's, I mean, that's... it is baby. It's this the grim darkness of the far future, baby. And you just you, no one will understand the pain, you know. Yeah. While we're talking about like edgy goth kids, we gotta go back to like the most fucking edge lordy cell yes! school shooter yeah, of this is, all this of is, them. This is the one I've been waiting for. This is the yeah. This is probably one of the most compelling and stupid primarchs out of all of them. Fucking Conrad <laughs> Kurz, baby. Yeah. The night haunter. The Night Haunter. Yeah, he grows up on this planet called Nostromo, where it's night all the time, and everything. And there's gangs everywhere. Yeah, decimated <laughs> by gang warfare throughout all the cities. And and, fucking... and it's like it's clearly like 1940s gangsters too. Like, yeah, like, like they're they just sort of like, we gotta get this, we gotta get this, you know, hooch from Canada. Like, yeah, grab let's go, Shane. <laughs> like it's it's so. And yeah, he's he's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> just... he grows to be like just fucking edgelord Batman, like, you know, just terrify criminals into compliance. But you know, where Batman doesn't kill people, Conrad Kurz will like just skin someone and just hang them from a lamppost. And yeah, he's, he's like an entire sleeping. block will be that. 
he's like Caesar's Legion from New Vegas. Like he just except all by himself. Like he'll just kind of go around just terrorizing people and like doing his own lottery. Like I don't know. Yeah, he's crazy. Insano terror tactics. And his entire legion gets kind of brought up from the uh the the, the gangers around there. So, you know, you take your fucking gangster, you give them this like insane like just the guy from hatred as their dad and you <laughs> give them power armor and space marine treatment and huge guns and yeah the night lords are the kind of legion where like you know if if you get invaded by one of the chaos legions it's like okay i'm gonna get killed or okay maybe i'll get enslaved maybe you'll get turned into a mutant but the night lords are like they're going to make you suffer very very slowly my name is not important what is important is what i'm going to do <laughs> i just fucking hate this imperium and the human worms feasting on its carcass <laughs> life is cold bitter hatred and i always wanted to die violently this is the time of vengeance that no life is worth saving. And I will put in the graves as many as I can. It's time for me to kill. And it's time for me to die. My genocide crusade begins here. <laughs> it's just like, back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, <laughs> take down anyone. Yeah, I know, he loves Trapped. He loves yeah. Trapped. It's like his favorite fucking band. Just wears the trench coat and is always cleaning his guns after school. <laughs> a weird thing with him is that him and Sanguinius were actually kind of friendly with one another uh, because they both suffered uncontrollable visions of the future that like would often contradict themselves in subsequent visions. Oh, that's right. So like Sanguinius, like you know, took it like a champ. He was just kind of like eh, you know. I, you know, I talk to my therapist, you know, I, I take, I'm doing my regimen, like I, you know, talk to my friends about it. And I, you know, I just, I'm processing this the best that I can. And I'm just so happy to have my friends and family and support. You know, I just, I just, I just don't think Damon Lindelof knew what he was doing with these dreams. <laughs> <laughs> And then meanwhile, Conrad Kurz was just flaying people alive. And, <laughs> just um, making hate posts on 4chan. He also, I'm not sure if um, he was schizophrenic or, or not, but like he created like this, or if he created this like fucking personality, it was just like, don't call me Conrad Kurz. Call me Night Haunter. <laughs> <laughs> Night Haunter. <laughs> Name is Night Haunter. <laughs> Get out of here, Dad! <laughs> what are you doing on my Minecraft server? <laughs> <laughs> I have it modded so it's a perpetual night. <laughs> You'll never survive in here. <laughs> The monsters are always spawning. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, man, but he's, 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 he's fun. You could, you could say Conrad has a heart of darkness. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. But, that's, that's why they named him that. Yeah. But um, I want to go back to Mortarian really quickly. Um, Cause like the one thing with Mortarian is that he um, has a heart of darkness. He has a heart. Of, <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> this 
fucking breaking me, man. Like, I, just, I mean, it's 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 so hard. Like, you know, it's like, where can you go with this franchise? Like, I'm convinced that, like, at some point, there's going to be like a kind of noble, bright, like, turn in the franchise because it's just like, how do you just like keep pushing the the same thing and like. I don't know, but anyway, like, yeah, Mortarian, he, um, actually, no, I don't want to talk about Mortarian. One thing I want to, like, point out is just sort of, like, Horace just gets stuck with, like, all of his brothers that he just kind of can't stand. <laughs> like, he, he, he likes Fulgrim, and, like, he, oh, like, yeah. He, everyone he, likes Fulgrim. Yeah, everyone likes Fulgrim, so he, he gets Fulgrim on board, he, you know, he has, um, I think it's just Fulgrim. I think Fulgrim yeah. is like one of the only people <laughs> who, like, you know, was almost a loyalist. Like, oh no, yeah, like, and then like you know, actually Fulgrim, fell. Fulgrim just wanted to have a good time and look fabulous yeah. while doing it, yeah. and that's Fulgrim, not a crime. I honestly think that Fulgrim deserves his like a full episode. Like, I, I, Fulgrim is one of the like of all the like poorly written. <laughs> just like boring <laughs> two-dimensional primarchs there's actually a character arc with fulgrim and he just like goes through a lot of changes <laughs> and like it's i don't know but like i yeah i'd love to do like a an episode on him um I'm, I'm trying to think like who are the who are the fuck are the traitor primarchs traitor there's Perturabo. Uh, and... Yeah, Perturabo is kind yeah. of like he he doesn't give a shit man like he he just like all he really cared about was just kind of like he saw the heresy as just sort of like you know implementing needed reforms and also being not being the laughing stock of all the legion like yeah like the thing with with uh, the thing with purdy is he really just wanted to build a beautiful beautiful uh he just wanted to play sim city all day yeah just just play city skylines and make the most beautiful city ever but yeah uh, dad wouldn't let him do that dad said no you gotta lead armies and you gotta learn how to just destroy shit and kill things yeah and and the, the the way it works is one he just kept getting saddled with that just campaign after campaign after campaign where he just have to get his buddies in and just do all the shit work that nobody else wanted to do and it all got foisted onto him and all of the, he got to see so many of his friends die and yeah. then he, he got this yeah. reputation as like oh yeah the iron warriors they just they're there for all the shit work and he just yeah. kept getting saddled with shit work from Mostly, his dad all the all time seen. They were all sieges. Like they weren't these glorious battles. They like lasted for decades. And then like these other Primarchs would come in and just sort of take the credit when they helped like with <laughs> one battle. Like after he'd been like fighting in a yeah. like an empire for like decades. It's like you've been just cornering this dude from the other side of the map and it's like almost down to the final ring, and then you get fucking kill stolen by a third party. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've just yeah. No, missing apex right now. No, I completely understand. Like the other thing about Purdy's, like also like that um, Twilight Zone episode where that dude like accidentally breaks his glasses, and he's just like, "There was supposed to be time. I was gonna have <laughs> oh, yeah, time to, be to read. Yeah, there was supposed to be time. Yeah, Purdy, Purdy's." Everyone just treats him like shit, and just yeah. like he's like even, Charlie Kelly stuck with all the Charlie work. No, exactly. He's the guy with just the the rat stick. Yeah, no, he definitely is. But 
<laughs> but he actually is a lot like Charlie because Charlie is like kind of like a savant in his own way, and like yeah. just nobody appreciates it except for who's Frank? Who is if if Purdy if Purdy is Charlie, then who is Frank? I guess like oh. um I guess like uh, Fulgrim, but then there's like that betrayal that happens. Fulgrim yeah. ends up using Perturabo in a like ritual sacrifice to become a a demon prince. To become even more powerful than he already is, and more perfect, yeah, than he than he already is. But um, I know you yeah. said that uh, we could dedicate a whole episode to Fulgrim, but do you want to hit the highlights yeah. real quick? Yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's do the highlight reel. Let's just slur like Fulgrim is it's all about aesthetics. It's all everything about everything has to look perfect. Everything has to be perfect. Just you have to strive for perfection if you're in the Legion. Like you have mm-hmm. to emulate your father. And, um, yeah. and like, you know, like I remember like back, at, there was like a thing where there was like a corruption in their gene seed and they were not allowed to fight for like a long time. And so they kind of got to the crusade late, but just the fact that they just were such peerless warriors, they ended up doing a ton of, of conquering and killing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they became the first legion to bear the um, Imperial Eagle. They were the oh, first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, that and, was a big deal. And given the name Emperor's Children. I forget what their name was before. Who gives a shit? I don't, I don't really shit? remember it. <laughs> I don't remember but like yeah fulgrim so fulgrim and his boys were just stomping the shit out of another forgettable alien race as you do and fulgrim found this really cool sword and he started using this really cool sword all the time but this sword was had a bit of fucky warp magic and it was slowly and slowly corrupting Fulgrim's soul. And, you know, it's it's like those old Victorian, like, public uh, service announcements or, or placards or whatever, where it's like the, the man, age 36, chronic masturbator, and it starts looking like, he's, like his skin's falling off and <laughs> it's looking like he's got leprosy and just, just ridiculous hooked nose and fingernails falling off and shit. Like, it's Fulgrim started to become morally corrupted, like, you know, picture of Dorian Gray style, and he started trying to live out all of the most extravagant shit he could, and, like, just listening to really, really weird records, like, just discordant, like, field recordings and noise, and, like, White House, power electronics. And he was aware of it. He, like, was aware of what was happening, but he was just sort of like, it's fine. I'm in control. It's all okay. Yeah, and, and then then he ended up uh, chopping off one of his brother's heads off, and yeah, no. yeah. Then and the worst part was they were best buds. Like they were, they were, they were like best bros. <laughs> it's, it's one of the only like one of the only characterizations that dude gets is like friends with Fulgrim. Also, Iron Hands. Yeah, no. also Iron Hands. I do, I do like him. Like fucking Ferris Manus. He's just—he's basically Horus, but without the grades. He's just is not a good student. He's yeah. just like he's just—you know—he goes instead. He drops out of school and just joins his dad's, just like you know, auto mechanic shop. <laughs> just like he keeps like, thinking about getting that apprenticeship to the UAW local, but he keeps pushing it off. You know, this is, he's fine. Yeah, but no, like, um, what else? I don't know. Like, um, yeah, full shit. I'm trying to just like get Trader Primarchs. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm trying to find. I'm just like I don't want all of them. I just want, I just want the bad boys. 
Um, oh yeah. So we have. Uh, oh yeah, Alpharius, the most forgettable oh, of of all of them. Like, I guess the Alpha Legion's gimmick is like we all wear big helmets and we could be anybody under here. We are all Alpharius. Like I'm Alpharius. No, I'm Alpharius. Like, <laughs> yeah, they all saw, um, dude, my fucking rot spaceballs. Yeah, spaceballs. They all saw spaceballs. They all saw usual suspects. They're all Kaiser yeah. Soze. That's yeah. pretty much their entire gimmick. Yeah, no, and it's it's sad because like they have like cool lore moments. And that's like really it. And like Games Workshop keeps them purposefully vague so that people can just use them in their fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whenever you need like... a, a a secretly chaos legion to show up, just like completely like Metal Gear Solid, like act two surprise antagonist, that kind of shit. It's yeah. usually the Alpha Legion. The other thing is he's the sh- he's the shortest of all the Primarchs. He's actually a lot. He looks a lot like just a regular Marine. Um, so like he can blend in with his Legion a lot more. So right. like, yeah, it just kind of amps up the the whole we are all Alpharius thing. Yeah, no, he um, and he's he's never he he's interesting only in so far. He also has a twin brother <laughs> named o- Omegon. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right, Alpharius and Omegon. <laughs> It's, it's, it's so stupid. Yeah. And it's like, so is there anything so about like, up. you know, maybe Alpharius died. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it's been Omegon impersonating him. Maybe like fucking it's 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 like fucking liquid liquid ocelot where like Omegon died, but then Alpharius put his arm onto like the place where his old arm used to be, and then the, the leftover personality started corrupting his personality and they merged personalities into this new hybrid. Like you don't fucking know, dude. It could be anything. <laughs> and like the one thing I love about them is like their horse heresy story is that they kind of are brought into an alien cabal that like shows them the future. And it's just sort of like, listen, if you join with the loyalists, you will be condemning the galaxy to eternal war where chaos gets its way. Like chaos feeds off of the strife, pain and suffering and all the emotions and tumult that happens within that like there'll if you join horus you will help destroy the emperor destroy the imperium and in the empire that horus creates there will be a moment where an old like shred of the horse that used to be wakes up realizes the hell that he's created and just nukes everything so that creation can try again and so that's like the narrative that they're sold and they're just sort of like all right we'll do that and they just like (laughs) believe these random people who just sort of like told them this story and like and they were wrong in the first place like I don't know. And like on one hand, like I think it's like Alpharius like wants to do it for the emperor and do it for like, you know, you know, another chance so that chaos doesn't win. And then Omegon is like the one who's I don't know, man. Again, like the the writers just leave it so fucking vague. It's just sort of like it's the kind of shit that I would just like fucking eat globs of cum off of, like when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's basically what happens when you've got a billion writers working on the thing and none of them are really coordinating at all. It's 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 beautiful. Like <laughs> I was about to say, it's dumb. I love no, it. So I, much, I like some man. messy some messy lore. Yeah, no, it's like, like going back to Luton, it's just sort of like what he talks about, where it's just sort of like, 
all these things are true and not true and like you know you you can just you know bring up something from a manual that was released in like 1997 that hasn't been referenced or like the zotes like he talked about the zotes and how they're coming back and they're just all like i thought they were like part of the tyranids and like the new lore is just like nope <laughs> they're just another thing now i don't know but um Let's see. Do we have any like closing thoughts or like things we want to cover before we end? Is there? Oh, yeah, a, that was uh, that was all nine of them. Yeah. How? Um. Let's see. Um. Is there any other jokes about any of them that we want to do? Or <laughs> like? <laughs> Trying to think of like yeah. There's more. There's Mortarian. Um. Yeah. Mortarian. He he just like he and Nurgle just have like a LGDD relationship. Like Mortarian's just a little girl, and then this big daddy, <laughs> big daddy fucking Nurgle. Like that, that's like a lot of the things is like a lot of these Primarchs didn't like go willingly into serving like any of these gods. Fulgrim kind of did. Fulgrim was just so sort of like, <laughs> yeah. Great, Fulgrim was sure. kind of along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just sort of like you know where we're going. We won't need eyes to see, baby. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Like. You know, just super whatever that character's name was from uh, Event Horizon. I don't know, just Sam Neil. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It says right here, Grandpappy Nurgle's big special boy. <laughs> yep, that's Morty. Big special boy. Oh, um, oh, geez, Nurgle. I'm not sure about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 pretty accurate because nurgle totally burps all the time yeah so it's so it's okay little morty this is (laughs) don't worry about it morty nurgle morty 100 years (laughs) wait that should be a fucking thing (laughs) like i feel like half the audience would find that really funny and the other half would fucking hate it oh that is perfect Oh man, I mean that's the kind of content we want to generate here. <laughs> we want to either appeal to your sensibilities or we just want to torture you. Oh man. Rick and Morty, that's a little too try hard edge lordy for me. <laughs> I'm in a 40k. <laughs> um. And see. Support for Bros Once Loyal comes from Soylenta brand Corpse Starch. Edible Dead to keep you fed. And from listeners like you. Thank you. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Casts, Podbean, Stitcher, or follow us on your RSS feed. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and somehow even Tumblr. Just search for Bros Once Loyal on any one of those platforms and we'll pop up near the top. Thanks again for listening. Stay safe out there. <laughs>